very good morning to you, my brothers and sisters in the Lord. I trust that you are feeling blessed this morning. I greet you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. My name is Taban Sakaitu, and it's such a privilege uh, to be sharing in on the Word of God with you this morning. Our scripture reading for today is found in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 6 through to 8. And uh, it reads as follows. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each one of us. If your gift is prophecy, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. However, uh, the, the, the verse itself is, is part of what I'm going to be sharing. In fact, the backbone of what I'm going to be sharing with you this morning, uh, which is uh, the responsibilities that you and I carry uh, within the kingdom of God. We are all called into ministry. And uh, I believe that uh, the God of glory is the one who appoints, who sets apart, who chooses and who calls each and every single uh, believer in whatever capacity he chooses for them to be able to play a role within his kingdom but this morning I'm going to be particularly focusing on our on our sisters our mothers our aunties uh, particularly the women and and what God has called them for uh, in terms of his ministry you know Romans 12 uh, I love that verse very much because it's very clear what Apostle Paul is saying there that we all have a role to play and it is not to say that we need to be on the pulpit to be able to play that role i believe that in our daily engagements the people that we speak to how we engage with others in everything that we do that alone is a form of ministry um you know while there's been so much debate you know over the role of women uh, in church particularly and within the church ministry uh, and around a lot of uh, these two ch- two very challenging new testament uh, passages um, um, you know, First Corinthians fourteen thirty four and First Timothy two two twelve, uh, which has been um, you know sort of like uh, the evidence to support uh, our positions affirming the role of women in ministry, right? Um, nonetheless, I am of a firm belief that even throughout the beginning of time, uh, in 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 various uh, books through the Old Testament, uh, women have had a very profound and influential role that they played uh, to that which God had called them. Um, I believe, as I'm going to be just touching on points that speak to some of these roles, uh, of course, when you have time, you can, you can, you can read through the, all the chapters, but I'll just be highlighting just as a form of encouragement to say that if you have been wondering whether or not you're called into ministry in whichever way or form, be it at work, be at home, be with your family members, friends, within your community it doesn't really matter um then really i'm just here to reaffirm that uh, as women god did uh, have did have us in mind when he actually uh, uh you know had a structure within the ministry uh, for example uh we know about hannah we most of us are familiar about hannah and we knew that uh, she knew how to pray this is first in is found in first samuel uh 1 10 and 11 um and you know that speaks to the role of intercession in itself. There are women who God has actually anointed and ordained to be able to pray and intercede for others. You know, especially when you do pray, you know, in your heavenly language, in praying tongues, you, you are able to intercede and pray 
uh, for others. There's also, you know, roles where women can play uh, a practical role around the assembly that is within this church building itself. In fact, in the Old Testament, at times some women uh, made things uh, for the tabernacle. Uh, this is found in the book of Exodus 35, 25, and 26. So when you have time, I would really encourage you to read up on those books. Uh, there are so many things that one can do within the smooth operation of the assembly or within a church. So there's no such thing as a small or insignificant role. Um, remember then the day uh, when God is able to trust you with little, he can then trust you with, mu- with, with much. I found in the book of Luke 16 and 10. You know, God is a God of, of a, one who rewards that which we do. So I really like to encourage you that if you are feeling led or prompted by the Holy Spirit to, to, to intercede, you know, and to pray for others, that alone is, is ministry in itself. If God has called you to be involved in whichever way or form uh, within his assembly, within the church structure, that is what he will give you the ability to be able to do. Uh, other women uh, are also called to teach children, okay, or to teach. Uh, that which uh, God lays in their hearts. For example, uh, Jochebeth uh, faithfully taught uh, her little son Moses about the true God, you know, so that he was able to continue to follow the Lord even when as a child he left home to live in Pharaoh's heathen palace. So that's the foundation under which she she had laid or she, she had... Um, led Moses in well into his um you know um into his adulthood so it's very important to teach our children about the deeds of the Lord to mention the goodness of the Lord Eunice um she did the same thing with her son Timothy uh, who then later became a faithful servant of God found in second uh, Timothy uh, 1 5 and 3 15 so it is very important that this is still applicable today uh, mothers out there you know sisters aunties we need to be sitting around the table more now than ever before and engaging with our children to include them and teach them about things of the Lord to lay the correct foundation you know uh, powered by Christ Jesus to know uh, for the children to know that we who, who our God is and what um, what he expects of them even the Bible says that the Lord Jesus, he does obviously love children and wants them to come to him found in Luke 18, verse 15, 17. Another role that uh, I would like to encourage you to perhaps also explore if this is tagging in your spirit is to also meet with other women, especially for older women to engage with younger women. I feel, I feel that's very important because it speaks to a role of leadership. It also speaks to a role of encouragement, direction, and guidance. Uh, a lot of young ladies within our communities today, they do need uh, proper sit downs they need regular engagements especially from the elder women you know like for example the bible speaks about miriam uh, miriam was the leader among the women and directed their praise and worship um you know that's found in exodus chapter 15 21 um you know so older women are told are told to teach and be an example for the younger women as as the book of titus 2 verse 3 to 5 says so you and i as women too can and should encourage one another to praise and worship the Lord as we meet together wherever we'll be meeting whether it's at work or when we're at church or when we're visiting one another we're having coffee doesn't really matter 
um, which is very important that we also have to make an effort to do the reaching out, you know, um, within our neighborhoods and to seek to draw those women through personal witnesses or whatever it is, draw them unto the Lord. Let us talk about God. Let us meet with other women and see how we can play a supportive role in them being active in the things of the Lord in whatever way or form that uh, uh, they, are, they feel led because it is in the day the Holy Spirit that will guide them. Um, we should also aim to practice hospitality you know this speaks to the art of giving and generosity you know for example uh, the woman of Shunem sorry comes to mind second kings i think it's chapter 4 verse 8 uh, verse 8 to 10 um she she really made uh, God's prophets, uh, prophet uh, Elijah, most welcome and comfortable in her home. You know, um, even Romans twelve thirteen and encourages us to show and practice hospitality. Even Hebrew thirteen two, you know, um, it does speak to that. So at the end of the day, of course, we know that entertaining uh anybody sometimes will require effort time and money but i believe that uh that's why the holy spirit in the the, the book of uh peter as uh, it tells us to do it without a grumbling that is first peter 4 9 for for really that could be a very profound and powerful way uh to to be able to reach the unsaved and call them unto the throne of grace and the bible also tells us that many have been entertained have entertained angels without them even knowing another act that one can do another role that we can play as women is to practice kindness you know um this this i particularly love because it really encompasses uh, one of the attributes that describes the virtuous woman found in proverbs 31 where she's kind to the poor and needy you know um even Dorcas in the book of acts 936 you know uh, phobi was a servant of the church you know in sacria uh, and, and she was helped many people uh, as it's declared in the romans 16 1 2 Another way, you know, it really depends what the Holy Spirit wants from you or how he wants to use you. Because remember, all these works are predestined for you and I. Another way is to encourage others, you know. Uh, through encouragement, you'll be very surprised what a change it can be done. I mean, the Bible tells us to encourage one another in the Word. In the Old Testament, for example, uh, we know that Miriam was used as of God, right, as a prophet during the time of the great exodus that was uh, in, it's found in the book of Exodus 15.20, uh, as both a prophet and a judge. Um, as well, uh, Deborah was an instrumental leader in guiding God's army, uh, Judges 4.5. I mean, she's the one who encouraged Barak to lead the people of Israel in their fight against their enemies. She couldn't have done this by herself except through the power of the Holy Spirit. Huda is another one. It's another prophet who was a vital contributor to the powerful religion, religious reform under King Josiah, Second King 22. And also uh, the same uh, context is found in uh, two Chronicles 3. Three to four. In the New Testament, it's still a continuation. It also reveals the essential role women uh, shared in the ministry of the early church. You know, um, at the end of the day, Apostle Paul would, would always be frequently referring to the contribution made by women. For example, he was speaking of women who worked hard with him uh, in the work of the gospel. This is Romans 16, 6, 12, and Philippians 4, 3. Uh, Udias and Sanctia, I hope I'm pronouncing the names right, were 
described as fully workers alongside Paul. This is the same wording used really to describe other young ministers who served with Paul, such as Timothy, which were men, Titus, and Luke. So there was no hierarchy to say that only designated works were for women, other works were for men. They were fellow workers equal before the Lord. And I'll get to why I'm actually going all through this context uh, in a little while. Uh, furthermore, uh, we also find that phobia um, was, was, you know, viewed as more than just uh, simply a helper. In fact, uh, Paul, that's Apostle Paul, uses the same word, diakonos, to refer to other ministers as leaders in a congregation, including himself. This is found in the book of uh, Romans again, 16 from 1 to 2. So I really encourage you to make time. I hope you're writing these verses down to read through this, especially if I'm speaking to you right now and you're a sister, you're a mom, you're a grandma. I believe that this time has arrived where God is calling women to rise up and to be actively involved, powered by the Holy Spirit in the, the kingdom and that which God is wanting to do. We are living in the times of the Great Commission found in Matthew 20, 28 uh, from verse 16 through to 20. You know, from, from all of this context that I've uh, said, especially where particularly Apostle Paul is involved, uh, he, he was advocating uh, for women in ministry, you know, um, and he, he would frequently also recognize the spirit-inspired works that many women shared as his fellow rebels. Remember, he was actively involved in engaging with these women. So it is safe to say that uh, there is scriptural evidence that affirms, affirms the call of women to spiritual leadership and vital ministry roles in the early church so that is already in the book of acts which is you know at the early church so this divine acknowledgement my, my sisters i'm speaking to you today provides us really with the irrefutable evidence we need to believe that god continues to call women to serve alongside men in the vital work of ministry today so i hope that you are encouraged especially if i'm speaking to you and you are a younger woman you know by by the word to say that um we, we need to stand um, in prayer, you know, uh, for that which God has called our women in society to do. And you know what I particularly also love is that you don't even have to figure it out right now. You don't have to have a clear understanding or, or picture. God doesn't have to lay everything out in detail for you. We just need to trust him. You know, we just need to believe and stand on his word through prayer and inquiring of the Lord. The Bible says we have to seek him, you know, in everything that we do. So if, if you are unsure, I, I, I really want to encourage you to, to appropriate this verse that I'm going to mention now, um, found in Galatians 3.28, to say that God has called you for such a time as this. For it reads, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. We are governed by spirit, for God says he is spirit. If we are to worship him, we ought to worship him in spirit and truth, the Bible tells us. So, with the spirit doesn't have a male or female. Uh, that's why there's no neither slave nor free, nor Jew nor Gentile. When you have the Holy Spirit inside of you and your body has become the temple of the Holy Spirit, that which a male can do in terms of the things of God is the same that a woman can do. The same spirit that was hovering over Miriam to be a prophet of the Lord, the Bible tells us. The same spirit that was uh, directing the steps of Deborah uh, is the same spirit that Christ Jesus has, has poured out for such a time is this is really up to you and me to 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 invite the holy spirit into our lives and only christ jesus is the one that will baptize you in the holy spirit we are not called to 
to operate uh, out of a a place of powerlessness for the the bible tells us that we serve a god whose kingdom is not of talk but of power and i believe that if we are going to see transformation if we are going to see change within our families within our societies wherever we may be we have to be governed by the holy spirit we have to grab a hold of the holy spirit and and you know what's so beautiful about uh, what god is doing right now he seems to say that uh, he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh that's male and female and your daughters shall prophesy right and 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 that's found in jewel 228 and 228 to 29 and you can also catch it uh, under the book of acts 217 so you really don't have to operate from a place of fear do not second guess what god is tugging in your spirit he will give you the capacity to do that which has called you to do uh if, if you are spiritually empowered you know and operating from the gifts of the holy spirit which are found in the book of second corinthians uh, verse 12 there is nothing that you're not able to do. It's like literally having the kingdom of God operate from inside of you so that you are able to touch and transform the lives of others. So my sisters, I'm talking to you this morning. I'm saying that uh, say yes to the call of God upon your life. Say yes to, to, to that which God has ordained you to do. Remember, these are predestined works, uh, the Bible tells us, and we are going to do everything according to His will, provided that we are in prayer, constant prayer, for the Bible says we are to pray without ceasing, even as we are doing the works of God. Um, the gifts of God are for His greater purpose, you know, and, and He doesn't care about the social, economic, or gender delineation. God is not governed by that. So he's all about the kingdom mission, which is the Great Commission. He's called women, he's called men to move alongside one another. He's called the Jew or the Gentile. He's called a slave or those who are free. For we are all one in Christ, for we operate from the same Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is the one that dwells within you. You just need to activate it. You need to 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 light it up, you know, and grab a hold of this truth. As God, as Christ, I've done that personally. I literally prayed and I asked Christ Jesus to baptize me with the Holy Spirit. For the book of John says that uh, I will baptize you with 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 water, but the one that is gonna come is gonna baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire, which is the consuming fire of God. It's literally a prayer that you make. I I witnessed that for myself. It happened for me. You know the way Christ Jesus Himself uh, baptized me with the Holy Spirit. I spent like six hours straight praying in my heavenly language praying in tongues and I was alone in the bedroom at the time nobody laid hands on me I was alone in the bedroom and then I had been asking for like two weeks prior to that by faith because I want to see uh, the hand of God in everything that I want to that I do I want to see uh, the power you know of God in everything that I, I do and I know you know the Holy Spirit the Bible even says that signs and wonders and miracles shall follow those but they will follow you only when you carry his Holy Spirit inside of you and I would really like to encourage you as well to read up you know um um on, on, on the spiritual gifts, you know, there's nine of them. Uh, they are gonna, they are found in Second Corinthians 12. You know, so it is so important also to note First Corinthians 12, 7, 11, which really beautifully touches on the different kinds of spiritual gifts as well. You know, and you are to function from those boldly, because uh, God will give you the power to do everything. Because we, we are not operating from a spirit of fear, but from a spirit of 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 boldness, of a sound mind.
mind of self-discipline and of power that is what the bible tells us and the and the, the verse i mentioned now it reads as follows um also verse 27 to 28 says now you are the body of christ and in which one in each one of you is a part of it and god has placed in the church first of all apostles second prophets third teachers then miracles then gifts of healing of helping and and of guidance and of different kinds of tasks you know all this i'm just mentioning real quick is is to let us know that the holy spirit comes complete so he doesn't say that because you are male i'll give you 80 percent of what i need you to do because you are female i'm going to give you 20 percent of capacity for god is spirit the same holy spirit that is operating from a, a man of god is the same holy spirit that will operate from a woman of god it's really just about saying yes lord i am available yes lord i am teachable and yes lord you may lead me i'm prepared to humble myself enough to 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 lay down my will to pick up your cross and to follow you and i promise you you will not be dis- disappointed doing the things of god at this hour we are called to go out uh, uh you know for the harvest is is ripe we are called to go out onto the field. We are the hands and feet of Christ Jesus. We are the ones who are the salt in the earth. We are the ones that we need to shed the light in dark places. You are called for such a time as this. So I trust that you're encouraged this morning and believe that when the Holy Spirit tugs at you, when you have that burning desire, it's the Holy Spirit, you know, a small, still voice nudging at you saying that the time has arrived. I need you to say yes so that he's able to lead you. And don't even worry about what it is that you need to do god will direct you but he needs you to be obedient because god cannot work without a heart of obedience and that speaks to humility each and every person that god used in the bible and mind you all the 66 books throughout the bible they actually god breathed the scripture tells us each and every book every verse that's written in the bible was powered and through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, those men and men and women of God that God used to write these books, they had the holy, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit inside of them, which enabled them to know the hidden treasures and the hidden manner of heavenly uh, things, you know, of the things of God. For even the Bible says that who knows the Spirit of God except one who has his Spirit. And when you have the Holy Spirit, you have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They live inside of you, and you are called for such a time as this it doesn't matter how old you are it doesn't matter whether or not you've got ministry background it doesn't matter whether or not you studied theology that's not what it's about when god calls you he will qualify you when he's appointed you he will set you up he will direct your steps in the way that he wants you to go we just need to say yes lord i am available when you are available he will give you the ability and the capacity for everything we do we do it not out of our own strength but the strength of the one that we serve christ jesus himself he's the one that will anoint you he'll be the one that will appoint you he'll be the one that set you apart you are called for royal priesthood you are called to follow through for that which god has placed inside of you there are people waiting for you to pick up that cross and start to move according to what god has called you for so they themselves can also be realigned or get in alignment with that which god has called them for but somehow you might have a role indirectly or directly that you need to play in terms of that so the ladies it's time that we got up 
time that we said yes god has told us not to be afraid but to be courageous we serve a god who can do above and beyond anything that we could ever imagine greater is he that is inside the side of us than the one that's in the world and remember that you can do all things and i repeat you can do all things through christ jesus who will give you the strength and the bible even tells us that the holy spirit will teach you all things in fact he will bring everything unto remembrance so dwell on the word i'd like to encourage you read god's word meditate on god's word study the word of god and then act but you act out of faith for the bible tells us we do not um move by sight or walk by sight but we do so by faith faith absolute uncompromised faith undivided faith only in god uh, is what god needs for nothing pleases god not, not, for without faith you cannot please god is practically impossible so i'd like to encourage you this morning to say yes to the call of god upon your life to say yes i am ready god i don't know what you're calling me for he will reveal it to you don't even have to worry about it don't even worry about the capacity whether or not you have it because it will not be you doing anything but the god of glory inside of you who will be leading you who will be open those doors who will set up uh, those places he'll be the one who will do each and everything he says in fact i will go before you the bible tells us god goes before us so long as we move and we move according to the will and the predestined works that he has in our lives but you need the holy spirit because he's the one that you'll be fellowshipping with who will be engaging with you and talking to you and talking the process through you he's the one that will comfort you he is our helper the bible says he's your advocate he's the one that will give you the capacity to be able to do exactly what god has called you to do so do not operate from a place of fear for 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 fear is the absence of faith operate from a place of faith in christ jesus the author and finisher of our faith operate from place of faith and then you move all we need is just to take that step first step by faith to say that god i believe you've called me for such a time as this and i know that you will rise me up for such a time as this and i know that you will use me profoundly for that which you want me to do you are an instrument of god at this hour you are that light that he's looking for you are that salt you are that city upon a hill <laughs> which cannot be hidden so be encouraged this morning to say that yes lord i might not know what you have ahead of what you want me to do exactly at this hour but i'm saying yes to that call i'm saying yes to that appointment i'm saying yes that you've set me apart and i thank you in advance for that which you've predestined for me to do and then you act and you move out of faith so i trust that you have been blessed this morning uh, uh, by the word just to say that there are many roles we can play I gave you an example of many when I started the sermon but I was coming to this point where I said that hey, there is no male or female for we are all one in Christ Jesus remember that you need to offer yourself up as a living sacrifice the Bible says and worship God in spirit and in truth he is the spirit of truth it's one of the the, the, the six uh, um, pieces that make up the full armor of God found in the book um of Ephesians 6.10. So I really want to encourage you to say, yes, Lord, I am ready. Yes, Lord, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. May you stay blessed and I trust that the God of glory will use you tremendously for such a time as this. Uh, it's it's a good morning to me and thank you so to you sorry and thank you so much for listening uh thank you so much for being a part of the sermon i trust that you'll be richly blessed <music>